welcome to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast, your one-stop shop for building client relationships, scaling your business, and ultimately growing your income. When you are looking for your next step in personal and financial growth, we've got you covered with your host, number one international best-selling author and heart-centered sales expert, Connie Whitman. Welcome to the Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast on webtalkradio.net. I, of course, am your Heart-Centered Sales Leader and host, Connie Whitman. Now, weekly as you join, I hope that I am diminishing that feeling that sales is this icky, pushy, in-your-face kind of thing to one of really uh, care, love, and respect. And I hope my guests and I are really showing you the way that business should be done today. Now, to help you with this mindset journey of that little shift, right, that paradigm of thinking of shift, please go to my website, WhitmanAssos.com slash CSA for your free communication style assessment where you get to see what your superpowers are, but you also get a report on what your blind spots are. Not saying that we will ever become good at our blind spots, but we need to clearly be aware of those blind spots. So check it out, WhitmanAssos.com slash CSA. And my last big ask, I know I'm asking so much today. If you guys can just go to Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you listen, just rate, review, write a little review, send me some love, um, and of course, subscribe so you don't miss an episode because my guests are awesome that I have lined up for you. So my motivational quote today is by George Bernard Bernard Shaw, and he says, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it's taken place. Now, take think for a second. Would you say that you communicate effectively? Do people listen with interest when you speak and just seem to want more from you? Or are they the proverbial deer in headlights where you see them actually zoning out? And that's not cool, right? Well, today, of course, I have a guest for you. My good friend, my local Jersey guy, Brian Morgan, um, is here to share with us his expertise. Now, Brian was the managing direct editor, I'm sorry, of New York City's premier planning and engineering firm for 16 plus years. He now is the president of Think Deeply, Write Clearly, a consultancy that I can't speak today that focuses on improving writing in businesses. He also teaches at NJIT and St. Peter's University. Please help me welcome the amazing, brilliant Brian to the show. So Brian, thanks for being on. Connie, thank you so much for for the opportunity, and thank you for reminding me of the uh, Bernard Shaw uh, quote, which is fantastic. I love that quote. Wasn't that great? And I think, I don't know, but I know because I teach, right? I teach communication as part of what I do because we have to communicate with clients, right? Otherwise, they're not going to like us, know us, trust us, forget about selling to them. But I often think people go, ah, I'm a great listener. And then you engage into a conversation and all they do is talk at you. And I think, wow, do you really think that that's great communication? I'd love to see how you write. Like, do you write the way you speak? And that becomes like super, super clearly. So I just also want to comment because one of the other things I do with my clients, and I know this is your zone of genius more than mine, is we work on that 30 second commercial. And I can't tell you, Brian, I, you know, the guests I have on, I say, oh, send me a brief bio and they send me three pages, right? And then I have to pick and choose what I want to take from it, which is fine. But what I said, a brief bio, I was like, wow, he took it literally. But that's that conciseness of this is who I am. This is what I do. And hey, Con, I'm real happy to be here to share this info with your peeps. So uh, I just wanted to point that out that he wrote that I did not edit that down. 
So just putting it out there. Okay, Brian. Thank you. Yeah. Well, if, if you don't mind, maybe maybe people would learn from from would appreciate some insight from this. But, totally. but one of the things that that if we, if we really break down communication, at least as I see it, what, what right? So so your brain is literally you know has hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of pieces of information in any given moment, right? And then somebody says, you know, well, why are you speaking about the thing that you are speaking about right now? Because there are there are hundreds of millions of pieces. Like, why am I not speaking about, for instance, Kellogg's cereal or something? I know that exists as well, right? And so so why did I filter to this as opposed to something else, right? And so and so the ability to communicate has as much to do, if not more to do with the ability to curate all of that information down than to actually deliver it right and so and we hardly ever teach communication or writing or anything else as curation but what's it's but what's the primary thing well if, if you inside of somebody else's attention span can say i think this is the thing that you need to know the most right now, or this is the thing that I'm hearing from you the most right now. And somebody says, wow, I hadn't really figured that out. In all likelihood, it's because we're listening and can curate down to what we're hearing and they can't listen to themselves, right? <laughs> and so and so, and so, there's this like, and so we're watching them process the hundreds of millions, right? And there's a tremendous amount of power in the world to be able to say, I'm watching you process a hundred million things but I think the thing you're really saying is like this deeply held, deeply understood. And if, if we have the ability to within 30 seconds or a minute get down to somebody's deeply curated idea, that to me, that is the most powerful thing in business. Like they will pay more for that than for life insurance or anything else. It's, it's just this like, wow, you really get me. And it's like, yes, we really get you because we listened and we got this. We saw you curate the hundred million things down, and then we were able to sort of say, "I think this is really the thing that I'm hearing from you." Yeah, and and you know that's so fascinating because I know, like you know, before you speak or whatever, right? So I've I've whittled my my bio down, and I have one for a podcast. So again, it's brief because the podcast host can't read you know all of my credentials. Plus, it's boring, right? So, mm -hmm. but when you go to whittle down your own stuff, Brian, it's hard, man, because we think, well, that's important. Well, that's important. Well, that's important. And maybe that's so, and through a conversation, you can learn all those pieces about Brian or Connie or whatever, but it's really getting to that core for people to say, ooh, ooh, tell me more, right? I want to, I want to know more from this point. So it's just fascinating, but you're right. We're in our own head and we can't, it's very hard to uh, separate. What do, you, right. what do you think is the main misunderstanding that people have about their own writing? Well, I think that's probably it. it it's that it's I think I think that the largest thing is that was that we forget that language is the it is two things. Language is both the end product and the process of thinking. Mm. And right is both things. And 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 if we if we really go quite Buddhist about it, there's always a process of thinking. But let's for the moment forget that. Right. So so for the, for the moment, let's say it's, it's both the end product of thinking. It's where we draw conclusions and it is the process of thinking. But it, it is thinking. And, and that is the biggest misunderstanding that if I had to say people talk about and I get this. All the time, Connie, I'm sure you get it, too, where some as well, you know, I, I've been writing for a long time. And so I'm a good writer or I am a good communicator 
or I am a bubble. And then they're always interrupting. And they're always, <laughs> and it's like, you're not. Like, I love you, but you're not, right? Like, you're not a good communicator, right? And because, because, because communication is the ability not to, language something like it's like that's that's the that's the end product that's the last that's the last three percent of it the the most important 97 percent of it is what piece of information am i moving to whom why and and if i don't have a process for determining what piece of information to whom why then then i can talk all day long and nobody's going to learn a darn thing or pay any attention and so there's so much emotional intelligence that goes into writing and it's the same thing it's it's it, when we did when we did massive projects for new york city we did the world trade center we did it's the same thing it's like well wait a minute this piece of information right here this one in this space i know that we could talk about how a diesel truck ha- works and how the and how the vocs fly off of it and all like that like we could we could do a whole study about that and we should in an appendix but right now the person who is reading this paragraph right now how much information do they need to know to know that they can trust our conclusions? And it's like three sentences. Give it to me in three sentences, right? Stop everything else. Give this to me in three sentences. And it's the same thing in your thought leadership. It's the same thing in your in your pitch sessions. It's the same thing. This right now, how much information does somebody need? 15 seconds, 10 seconds, five seconds, two, two sentences. Great. Give it to me in two sentences. So that we can get it down, and and your and and when we start to have that flexibility with it, when we know things so deeply that we can move it between this is the two second version and this is the forty five page version. When you when you know something that deeply, people say, "Wow, you're an expert." Yeah, and I'll giggle it at that too because you know I have I'm on some podcasts and they're like, "Okay, it's a five minute interview." Okay, what what's the top? You know, what is the topic? What do you want me to focus on? Right, and I'll give those boop 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 five minutes. We're done. Right, that same concept, same topic. Somebody goes, "You have thirty minutes." Okay, I have thirty minutes. I can expand it. Then again, and somebody goes, "Okay, so we have about an hour, and then we want to do Q and A. Can you can you talk for? I could talk for nine hours right on a topic, but what's the time frame? Let me stick with in that and then yeah let's do the Q&A cool man I, I love Q&A because now they can pick my brain with what whatever they heard what do they really now have follow-up questions on so I always think the Q&A is so important but you have to know your craft and then you could do a one minute you could do a, a half a day you could do a full day if you had to you could do a three day if you had to right there's three day events out there but what is the objective of that particular slice of time. And that's, I think people forget about that. And it's funny. I'm so glad you said that. Like, what is ten, two seconds? What do you want me to know? What do you want me to know in 10 seconds, 15 seconds, an hour, right? Because I don't think we are able to focus because everything's important. Yes, that's true. But what's like in two seconds, what's the most important thing, right? In 15 seconds, what's the next most important thing? So I, I do believe it. The other thing you made me crack up. You said, yeah, I'm a great communicator, and they interrupt all the time. I have had guests where literally, Brian, and I tell them in advance, hey, listen, I want organic. I want this really just nice back-and-forth conversation. I'm going to ask follow-up questions, right, because I'm trying to put the hat on a listener to be curious. And they're going and going and going, and, and they, they send me questions because I think I want it comfortable for my guests. And we'll navigate. We'll, we'll deviate, but, you know, give me those basics. And then – 
they're going through all the questions. They're answering without me even asking. So literally, I'm doing this sometimes. Like, stop. And then I have to say, I have to interrupt you. I have to edit this now. I don't want to edit this. You make it work for me. It's a conversation. So it's really interesting how people think they're good at communicating, and they really do end up saying nothing. So pay attention, because this is Brian's zone of genius, people. Listen to this. Another, go ahead, you wanted to say something? Well, if I can jump in, yeah, of just, course. just to reflect with you for a second, I, I have found, I, I think the thing that we that we underrate the most is if we had to break down right at it, it's the role of ego. And because, right, because, because if, if I, if I'm saying, Connie, this is what I want you to know about me, right? If that's the, if that's the, if that's what's driving me giving you a bio, or me telling you about my project or whatever. It's the wrong output, right? Because 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 I I love you to death, but but I know that you are not going to do business with me for me, right? You're going to do business with me for you, right? And so and so for my clients. Say, right? So this is what this is what I want you to know about about me. It becomes it becomes well Brian, why are you why are you presenting it that way why are you branding it that way why are you right and this is to me what the interrupter is saying it's like oh wait i don't want you to go down there i don't want you like like i don't want you to be involved is, is kind of what the interrupter is saying like, i don't want you to be involved like, i want to control all of this right and it's like but it's not your game man like like it's 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 a we're sandpaper we roll over each other we make each other finer we share ideas Absolutely. As long as you're willing to listen. And I just do want to share, Brian, how I met you. So Brian reached out to me on LinkedIn. He's like, hey, love what you're doing. Reviewed your profile, you know, blah, blah, whatever it was. And and he said, listen, I'd love to do a Zoom, you know, cup of coffee. Um, local. I'm a local guy, right? I'm a Jersey guy, too. What do you think? And I, the way he wrote the email, it wasn't like, what can you do for me? And he didn't give me his bio, and I do this. He was just like, hey, I really think like we have some client connections. and I, I think we should talk. What do you think? And it was just this really cool vibe of a message. And I responded, wow, this was refreshing. I think along these lines of, yeah, man, here's my calendar. Uh, hook up. Let's hook up because, because this is different than everything else I get. And then Brian and I got on and we were just BSing about, I don't even know what, Brian, right? And at the, by the end of our conversation, I loved him. I called him a hipster before we started recording. He found that hilarious. He's a Jersey City hipster. Jersey City, for those of you that don't live in New Jersey, is like, it's right across the Manhattan. Manhattan, you know, you can see Manhattan skyline. It's just a cool place to be. So he's my little hipster friend. But here's the thing. I have my my 10-week master class, right? I have a webinar coming out. And I said to Brian, dude, my people need to meet you. Will you do something for my people when they sign up? Because I think they need their LinkedIn profile reviewed. I think people, their first impression is not a good impression, right? So I think they need you. And Brian's like, yeah, whatever, whatever you need me to do, Con. Sure, let's partner on that. Sounds really good. We could have some fun. And hey, if we help people along the way, awesome. That's how Brian and I met. And then I was like, all right, dude, next thing, we got to do a show because of the, I want I want a hipster on my show. <laughs> totally messing with you now, dude. Totally messing with you. <laughs> 
but that's honest to God. That is how Brian and I met because of his LinkedIn message to me. And, you know, most of you out there, we get hundreds of messages and I don't even accept or I ignore them or I'll accept. And then they give me what they do and I put them on ignore. I will never contact them again. So Brian is the real deal. He is cool, but he's truly his zone of genius is this whole communication, writing, speaking thing. And again, the, that, that bio on LinkedIn and all of those pieces of the puzzle, real, really important in how we're branding out there. So yeah. go ahead, question. No, I, pre- I appreciate that. I, pre- I just want to say I appreciate that. Yeah, and everybody should follow you on LinkedIn. He makes the best posts. A recent post, he had it on the on the Jersey Shore. He he had wrote something on the sand, and he about Bruce. Another one was about Bruce Springsteen, and it just it's one of those pattern interrupts where I think, wow, that was just genius. And I comment on every one of your. I don't comment on everybody, but on Brian's, I comment because he you get me thinking, and I'm like, ooh, that was brilliant. How you connected those two thoughts and made me go a little bit deeper in myself. So you're cool. You're definitely cool. What is the role of thinking in, again, go back to that, right? We're getting propelled, you know, with, or pelleted with all these, these downloads. What's the role of thinking and delivering that just really credible statement? Okay. Well, actually let's go back to LinkedIn for a second because it's absolutely related. So, so, there's there there are a couple of assumptions that that we make in LinkedIn that we we don't ever say out loud, but but I get to say them out loud to you now. Um, and, uh, and and they go and they go something like this: If I get in contact with people, they will see the quality of my thinking mm-hmm. through excellent content, right? Mm-hmm. And so so I don't need to sell anybody, right? Mm-hmm. I just need to get in contact with someone, and then show how effective I am at my work to them over time. And then we tend to work together in one way or another. And, and that I, I, listen, I don't want to get into numbers, but, but I'll say my understanding is from people who know the numbers that we on a sort of per capita basis outperform. I think, I think in, in overall numbers, we outperform most people on numbers in, in LinkedIn, but on a per capita basis, we outperform by miles, right? By miles. And it's like, well, how are you doing that? And it's like, because it's a little bit like New York City. We don't go and try and get into a relationship with 13 million people. We go and try to get into a relationship with one person and and repeat it 13 million times, right? That's exactly <laughs> right. It's it's a little bit like New York. It's like you're only gonna you're only gonna meet one person at a time, so pay attention when you're there, right? And as opposed to as opposed to spreading it out. And so and so and so I think I think part of your question is why are the posts that we're making making that impression where you say, Well, you're making me think more deeply. Okay. So for us this is and this is the super secret. You know, this is this is the super secret part for anybody who's listening to this. We are always out of context to the world. Right. And I know that the marketers and like the academics and the politics, like all kinds of people want to tell you that that's not true. They all want to tell you like, but nonsense. I am 47 years old. There was a big bang 13 billion years ago. I'm only 47 years into a process that's 13 billion years old. Hey, guess what? I'm out of context, right? <laughs> like, duh. Except for some reason, we find that threatening to say, 
right? And so, and so what is it that we actually have in our control? It's not, you should do it this way because who the hell am I 47 years into context, it's 13 billion years old to tell anybody to do anything. Like, like I know anything, I know nothing. I know zero, right? Like I know nothing, right? So, so I'm useless in that way to tell someone what to do that's useless, right? That's a useless piece of information. It's like a child telling you what to do. So what can I say? I can say, listen, from all of the things that I have experienced and what I've seen in my observations, right? this is the thinking. This is how I am processing transparently those things. This is how I am concluding, at least for now, on those things. And this is what I'm still chewing on, and this is what I'm not chewing on, but I think that the piece of information that might be useful to your business right now is this, at least as far as I can get right now. But, hey, I'm out of context, so, so I could be totally wrong. And I reserve the right to be wrong. I reserve the right to be wrong for the rest of my life. And, and, and then people say, holy crap, that was thoughtful. Well, what does it mean to be thoughtful? It means humble in front of 13 billion years of information. Sure. And we fuck that up so much. We think we think that we think that being thoughtful is knowing something. Nonsense. The most thoughtful thing we can do is admit we don't know it. And that's <laughs> true. Right? And then but how are you processing not knowing it? This way, and this is why I, I recommend to our clients that we do it this way, because this is how I'm transparently processing. And I recognize it in two years. I'm going to understand it even more deeply That's right. and even more deeply after that. That's right. right? But, but, but this is this is let's let's get let's get on this train together. This is how I'm processing. This is what you're processing with me. Let's go through it. Absolutely. People say, I really trust. It's like, well, what are you you're trusting? You're never trusting outcome. You're never trusting what somebody you're always trusting their process of observing and then and then their ability to transfer that observation to you inside their attention span and that sort of power. And when you look at our LinkedIn posts, that's all it is, right? It's what's the, what's the thing that, that, that we've been chewing on this week that I've been chewing on this week. Well, it's this, I learned it through a Bruce Springsteen video, or that's the thing that, that got me thinking about it. This is how I've been processing that transparently. I'm going to bring it down. And that and that's brought me to this conclusion, at least for now. And people say, wow, that's really thoughtful. And we tend to monetize that. Yeah. Why? Not because we know anything, but because we show that we don't know it, but that we process things really, really well, which I think is probably the closest we get to, like, but it's thought-provoking, Brian. That's the piece where and, – yes. and how many times do you see a post and you go, yeah, yeah, rhetoric, rhetoric. Oh, yeah, they have – yeah, yeah, it's the same old thing. Oh, my my blueprint's the best blueprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I, I just – I was on a podcast before, an interview. She has very personal questions, which was kind of interesting because usually I'm always asked about business. And she asked, like, why here? Why now? What What from my childhood brought me here? That was fascinating to me. Because I had never thought about those questions. But I, I think that when I get in front of uh, LinkedIn or when I post something on LinkedIn, right, it's my show. It's not about me. It's about my guest. And here's the content we're covering. I think it's pretty relevant. I think it's pretty interesting. 
but you digest it. You might think it's the stupidest thing you ever heard. I'm okay with that because both of my shows, Brian, my true objective, I, I think maybe in life too, number one, inspire people, but number inspire people to take action. Number two, expand perspective. And I think you come from that philosophical way perspective of life I, I think that we all have biases and we all have blinders on and we all have our beliefs and it is what it is and if you say you don't you're you're out of your mind because we all do we don't even know what some of the biases are because they're from you know past generations but my job with the show is as they listen to you they can think these two are out of their minds right she thinks he's a hipster you know i think they're both morons okay i'm cool with that or they might think wow that was such an interesting concept, I'm going to pay more attention to how I communicate, what I say, what are my thoughts that make me say that, and hmm, do I interrupt? Hmm, am I a good listener? So if I get if people pause and just take that extra self-assessment time, now you've just expanded your perspective, I've done my job. Whatever you do with the information, that's on you, but I think you and I together today have done our job. That's truly the point of a post, right, is to get people to go, what did they say? What did he just say? Whoa, I got to think about that. We've done our job, right? How do you think learning and thinking, now let me rephrase that. How do you think that when we learn and and, and our thinking, this whole thing we just talked about and writing, how is the thinking and writing kind of work together? Do they work together? They they do work together. So so writing is going to be the number one thing that, we never talk about it. And I teach in two universities and I get in trouble all day long at those universities. Right. So I'm very lucky to have a business that pays me well, because if I ever lost my university jobs, it wouldn't make any difference to me. But it's but, true. But 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 in that way, like I right, and I and I like I do not have children. So I teach in universities because those are my kids and this is how I give back. And so long as they let me do it, I will do it. And if some department head gets pissed off at me at some point and just kicks me out, then they do, right? I'll just go to another university. And, uh, and so, and, but, but, I, but, but we never, where I get in trouble with the university is that the university really wants to structure how somebody delivers information yeah they they, they really want they, they want to do it on grammar they want which is important i'm not i'm not negating that sure. it's just it's, it's not the end game right that's the beginning that's the bare minimum that's not the end game and so so it so they want to do it on grammar they want to do it on essay structure they want to do it on okay what the the question we almost never ask and it's the most important question i think what is somebody's attention span for that piece of information Right. And and we can create attention span. Right. So if, you know, my phone were to ring right now and they would say, Brian, it's your doctor. I have your test results. I'd be like, you have all of my attention. Right. (laughs) Like you have you have. Do you need 10 minutes? I give you 10 minutes. Do you need. Right. But 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 if the phone would ring right now and it was like that, like long delay and it was like, would you like to participate in the survey? Right. Gone. Right. I have no attention for that. Right. So so we think. So so we start to draw very bad conclusions from from not very thoughtful evidence. Yeah. So people start to say, well, every time I make a phone call, nobody answers it. So phone, so 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 calling doesn't work. Well, no, it's because you're not presenting information in a reasonable way that 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 you can create attention span 
with with what with with the conversation. And it's the same thing in writing. What is the what is the amount of attention span that somebody has for this piece of information? If you can deliver it inside of that attention span, then they tend to say, that's really interesting, but I have a question. Is there more here? Yes. But if I dove in way too far, way too early, yes. they would say, I am overwhelmed. I didn't understand 97% yes. of the things that you said. I'm out. Yes. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm completely I'm completely out. And so and so the role of curation, right? So much of we 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 so often think this is what I want to say. This is my thought leadership. This is what I want to say. Yes. This is my report. This is what I studied. This is, this is my report. This is the data that I did. Yeah. Right. And we so we so often we, we cock up about it. Right. We're like. Um, I'm the guy who did this study. I want everyone to know how much work I did in this study. Well, if you're presenting it to a science, you know, audience, they might be very interested in that. If you're just presenting the, the results to the funding agency, they just want to know that the work is legitimate and that and that the conclusion is that they can build a project. Right. right? It's, it's going to change. What is their attention span? Not how much work did you put in? Not what did you do? Not how smart are you? Not do you have a PhD? How much attention span do they have? for that information. And I think that is so largely not taught and widely missed that this is this is why if you're asking me and I'll stop here in 5 seconds if if you're asking me why does LinkedIn not is not effective on articles, right? When people write articles cuz theoretically they should be really beneficial to people, right? Cuz the posts are limited to 200 words or so. So so an article should be really effective. No. And I think the algorithm has figured out that most people can't curate down. And so and so whenever someone clicks on an article, they say, this was a waste of my time. I'm not going to read this whole thing. And then they go off of LinkedIn and LinkedIn figured that out. So they say, don't write articles because, well, no, just write better articles so that when people go to your article, they, they, they stay interested in it. Yeah. It, you know, I have a colleague and I, actually three colleagues, uh, we used to be part of an organization, the faculty, and they disband, They just didn't want to do the program anymore. So the uproar from the students who had been previously in the curriculum reached out and said, no, 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 we need this that's needed in the marketplace. So we, we are launching this other program and it's live. But here's the cool thing. It's a year long program. It's like almost an academic year. It's actually September to May. So it's an academic year. At the end, throughout the entire t- time, they're learning and building, right, with the skills and applying, right? It's all about application. But at the end, they have to do a presentation. And it's really interesting because we tell them, bounce it off us, share ideas, share your slides. We want to know the content. And we get, we time them. They have four minutes, five minutes, whatever it is, and they get the hook. So if they're in the middle of their slides, your time is up. And make them self-assess what just happened. I wasn't prepared. I got caught in my story. There was too much on that slide. I couldn't move on. You're, you're, it's a summary. It's an executive overview. You have to, that's so important if, as we, especially with corporate jobs, as you move up, right? If you get in front of that CEO, you have two minutes. What, why, how are you going to wow him? What's the important information, right? So that's the whole point of this program is to get them to understand learning and then delivering this very concise message. 
sometimes they knock it out of the park and you think, wow, like I was brilliant. I was a brilliant teacher. It's not. I'm teasing when I say that. It's they got it and they got the importance of that moment. What what do I really need to teach or share that's going to help me get the program in their in their organization off the ground or for the, the uh, board of directors to say, yes, we like this program. Let's do it. You got to get the buy-in, right? So it's all about that executive summary. Now, you know sales, my favorite topic. And I've heard you say, improve sales conversations. You have three words. What are they and why do they work? Because, you know, what's the uh, inquiring minds want to know? You have heard me say, okay, there are three three magical words. In in, in a sales conversation, I think three magical words are, do you mind? Um, And so this is is the slightly... Uh, more subtle version of Chris Voss's things where he talks about, uh, where he talks about ask a, ask a yes question to get a no answer, right? People stay in control if they say no to you. And so, so if you say, I'm, and this is Chris Voss, this is not me, right? So he would, so he would say he had to go get out of a, uh, you know, he wanted a late checkout and he would say, um, and he, and he would, and he would, and he would want, to someone to give him a late checkout at a hotel. And so he would, and so he would, he would ask a yes. No. Okay. The, the best version of that, I think in a sales conversation is do you mind? Right. So that, so that ends up being with um, the end of your first sales call, right? Do you mind if I follow up with an email that explains some of our, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. If you say, I would like to, follow up with blah, 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 blah. They have to say yes. Right. But if you say, do you mind if I, they think you are so polite. I don't mind at all. Thank you for that. Right. Do you mind if we put a time on the calendar next week where we can review some things I'm going to send you? I don't mind at all. This is so polite and this is no pressure at all. Right. I can say no to you. So why don't we do that? Absolutely. Because we're, taught to push sell like or or so taught right and it's like it's like we sell a heck of a lot more with choice we're framing choice but we sell a hell of a lot more if we just don't invade on the choice Uh, and uh and and so and so those three and then not unrelated to that a similar thing is when we're writing, right, those LinkedIn posts that, that, that you find effective, there's always a structure to them, right? And, and one of the structures, you have to create room for observation, right? I'm 13 billion years out of context. So, so how do I make any statement credible? Well, I have to show you my observations. So I have to then create room for my observations inside of the post. How do I do that? Three words. I've been reflecting on I love that. I've been right. I've been thinking about. I've been so so. We need, we want to start the where where we where we start the post, and we're like, I got to create some room in here for my observations. Okay. When we don't do that, we have the same problems we have in sales. When somebody comes in and they in essence say, "This is a thing that I know that you need to know." That's right. right. That's right. And you and right. Anybody who's smart, you and me, everyone on this podcast, everyone who's listening. 
is going to say the minute somebody says this is what you need to know, we say fuck off, right? Like I'm like I'm done with that. Like like I'm 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 done listening to you because you don't know enough That's about right. That's right. to make that statement, right? But when you say when you say I've been reflecting on why most sales don't work, right? People are like Connie, tell me more. Right. Because because I'm, I'm 13 billion years out of context and you're 13 billion years out of context. And when you start with I've been reflecting on I'm like, I might learn something right here. That's right. And I'm out of context and I know how much I want to learn. And, and so, right. And it's ahead. funny because I was going to say when you were saying, um, you know, you need to know this. I whenever you start a sentence with you, it's like your mom told you when you were little, don't point your finger. But as soon yeah. as you say you need to know, you need to do, you need to understand, you're pointing the finger instead of saying, hey, listen, if I've heard you correctly. I think that maybe this is yeah. what would work for you because, right, of something they said. So you give them the benefit statement for what they just told you. But it's that reflection back. It's not about me. It's about them and what I've heard, not you need to listen to me because I know everything about sales. It's ridiculous because at the end of the day, and I think it's the same thing for you too, Bri, it's, it's not about what you think I should have on my LinkedIn. It's about let's talk. Let's, let's really dig in there, Con, right? What do you think is the most important quality that you need to get out there for people to to capture in that first three seconds. Let's let's really break that down. You ask me questions, we talk about it, and all of a sudden I go, oh, that's it. Like, that's it. How'd you do that? Like, it's a superpower. Well, because you asked me questions, you Correct. listened, and you, you pulled the genius out of me because I'm too in my head. I'm too close to the content of who, who I think I am versus what do people really need to know out there. And that's your zone of genius. We're, yeah, Brian, we're out of time. I mean, I could keep going, dude, but um, I have my stopwatch here. We're, we're uh, done with, with the show. But I really think it's important that, first of all, please connect with Brian on LinkedIn. Um, you can also email him if you have specific questions, something with you, um, your branding, your cop, whatever it is that's, that's written or communication driven. Reach out to him. It's Brian at thinkdeeplywriteclearly.com. Love the name of the company. Uh, go to the website, wealth of information there. Again, it's thinkdeeplywriteclearly.com. And I do really highly recommend Brian Morgan. Uh, B-R-I-A-N-M-O-R-G-A-N. Connect with him. We could put the actually your LinkedIn in the show notes too. I think it's important. Follow him even before, you know, connect with him. And then you could put him on ignore if you want. But follow him. He's one of the few posts that I actually go, oh, what did he What did he write today? And I'll actually go and read the, you know, because it's the Seymour. I will actually read down. And usually, I, I think about 80% of the time, Brian, I usually stop and I will comment on the posts because I think they're reflective. I think it made me pause and thought, wow, great correlation. How could I use Use that skill that he just did. How can I use that in my LinkedIn or with my when I'm coaching someone, right? Whatever it might be. So connect with him. I'm telling you, brilliant, brilliant writer. Love and and I love. Um, you're not boring by any stretch of the imagination. He used the F word on here, guys. I have to actually go into Libsyn and put that it's dirty content. <laughs> I don't know if people know that. On yeah, you have to. You could put clean. 
no rating, and then the other one is like a little dirty. So if you use, because they could pull the show. So I have to physically go in and put that. You had a potty mouth today, you but know, I loved it. Know. It was cool, man. It was cool, right? So you, that's you, real. You have, you have you have you have you have full reign to <laughs> blank me out if you choose. <laughs> no, I'll just rank it so that people know that they're. You know, I mean, you used it twice or whatever. It's no big deal. But see, again, I think that everybody thinks. Let me think of the big word I can use so I sound like I'm smart, you know, and and I feel like the more simple we can make things, people go, you get me. God, I was thinking that the other day, right? It's when we, and I'm not saying people are stupid because I don't think I'm stupid at all, but I try to keep things super simple because it's just easier to implement ideas when they're super simple so check him out brian's cool man he's a hipster get to know him uh thank you my friend for being on always fun hanging out with you great show great show thank you so much connie and thank you everybody for your time yeah my pleasure again you'll learn from this guy he's uh he's a lot of fun to follow and i do hope you will join me weekly as we question build and discover together that sales growing your business whatever stage you are that my guests and i we truly have your back. We're here to help you with different strategies, tips, and ideas. Take one of Brian's ideas, follow him, and implement some of the recommendations that he puts on LinkedIn, an easy way for you to start to grow your skill. Um, I highly recommend having a conversation with Brian. He and I were collaborating on a bunch of things as well and putting some programs together. We're using each other. I think it's really important that you um, connect with him as well. He's brilliant. So, Again, we're here for you. Uh, continue to subscribe and listen to the show. I do hope you find tremendous value. And I really do thank you for tuning in to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast with me, your Heart Centered Sales Leader and host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.net. Really, everyone, have a fabulous, wonderful, exciting week. Implement something new that we talked about today. Do something differently. Create the change in your life that you're, you're uh, trying to um, create a control it's an illusion so don't try to control right but um really just enjoy life and i'm so excited that you're on this journey with me and i do hope that the uh, show provides the value you're looking for brian rock on dude thank you for being on thank Thank you all for tuning in this week you've been listening to the heart-centered sales leader podcast Thanks for tuning in to hear Connie Whitman and her expert guests share tips, tools, and strategies that can be implemented immediately. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.